Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Kimberly Griffin. Came on today to talk about my new book, my bio book that I've um, written, written by my wonderful husband, Mr. Warren Griffin. And I just wanted to give some inside details about the book and why I wrote the book and what the book is about. So the book is entitled Releasing Me. It's about me reliving my life and letting go of my past. You know, as children in uh, the days that I was growing up, um, it was a challenge for a lot of things for a lot of children um, living in the communities, um, communities we called projects. I lived, I came from the projects. And so um, during that time, it was back in the 70s, early 70s, and um, I went through a troubled life. I had some difficulties and I had some traumatic events as growing up into a young mom. And so my bio shares the traumatic events that have caused emotional hardship due to hurt, pain, loss, and betrayal. Releasing me shares how my life battles became the identity of my testimony. We live to correct each situation and every bad habit. Sometimes it's all done in God's timing and sometimes it's too late. Our emotions can leave us feeling helpless when we fear the uncertainty of what to do. I can live freely now because I released me. So this book was written all about me and it tells details about my life, my struggles as a young little girl. Um, My parents um, were from the South and so they raised myself as the only girl and I have two brothers. And so we lived in a small two-bedroom apartment in the projects on the second floor. And uh, my parents um, were young, and they indulged in a lot of things like most of us do at a young age. But it was very troubling for me because I suffered a lot of seeing things that I shouldn't have saw, and um, it kind of affected me really bad. And so when it came for my ability to um, get educated, you know, I lacked in a lot of things because I had this nervous condition that would make me stutter. And so that stuttering continued for some time, and it, it, it made me um, believe that I wasn't going to be accepted in a lot of things because I just wanted to be like the other little kids, you know. So that, that hindered me a lot, and as I grew up, I was very defensive. I resented a lot of things. I didn't believe in myself. Um, I just did things for attention. I did things because um, I needed love. You know, and my parents are very hard. They didn't give us the love that we needed because they probably just didn't know how to. I believe they didn't know how to come from where they came from. It was very hard for them growing up. And so um, they brought us up that way. So anytime something went wrong, we had to suck it up. We couldn't cry, you know, things like that. So my parents, you know, they indulged in a lot of alcohol and a lot of alcohol habits um, led to domestic violence. And we witnessed that, me and my brothers. And it was bad for me because I could not concentrate. I couldn't do a lot of things. And their belief back then, you know, mental health as the challenge as it is now, back then it was no mental health. It was no such thing as mental health. We stayed away from that. The stigma stigma of being with a mental health challenge will put you under the pressure as being psychotic. Like you need help. You're in a crazy house. So we were never wanted to be labeled as a mental health situation. So um, my teacher, one teacher I had, um, she was very nice. She knew there was something that was going on with me. And I was never diagnosed with a mental health um, disorder. But um, 
it didn't give me the capabilities to learn on a level that I should have been learning on, like most other kids did. And so as I grew older, you know, it, it hindered me from getting promoted and, and learning all the abilities that I needed to learn. I was very behind in it. And I was very embarrassed, you know, I was ashamed, you know, I was bullied, you know. So all of these things happened in my life. So I talk about that in my stories. And I also talk about me um, becoming a young mom and the things I indulged in, um, being in a domestic uh, relationship with my first um, husband and just just my children witnessing it. And I also talk about um, my life um, seeing and exposed to things and it led me to the wrongdoings that I shouldn't have done and just the terrible things that I did. But dreams that I had that I wanted to do. I always wanted to model. I wanted to be a part of a publication. I I used to watch, you know, so many things on the videos. I always wanted to be acting and just to get myself out there because of my skin tone, I was not accepted. You know, back then it was always the lighter skin um, person that would be accepted in those modeling and acting gigs. So I resented that and it made me angry. And, you know, I did a lot of things I shouldn't have done. And um, just, just not following you know, um, things that I knew would be best for me and just didn't have the right um, motivation. I never had any role models, uh, you know, so there was people that I looked up to in that point in time, but um, I never really told them much, but I did look up to a lot of women, you know, on their um, success, on their ability to be better. And I wanted to be that person. So it, it took for me to go to go to a different area in life and and the challenges I went through and losing, you know, loved ones for me to realize that God gives us a path and a testimony that we all have to um, understand why. And it made me who I am today. So that is why I named it Releasing Me. You know, it was a vision that God gave me. And, and I listened to God from this time of me losing my loved ones. I've learned to build a relationship with God and just listen to, to the things he calls me out on. And so um, listening to that spirit has led me to accomplish so many great things. And this book has touched a lot of people, a lot of women, a lot of men on the past things that I went through because no one really knew about me. You know, I was always quiet. And then um, even my family members, now they understood why I was was quiet. So it's a great book. And I just wanted to share that with my listeners on my podcast, the talk of a podcast, because like I said, we talk about a lot of things and I'm just talking about my book. And so the book is available on Amazon.com. It's doing very well. So you can type in my name or you can type in a title, releasing me. You'll see a picture of me, my face um, with three beautiful doves, which are my angels. Um, it is me holding my face with uh, holding my chin, just like I'm just releasing and letting go. And I felt good doing this book because I never told anyone those secret things that I didn't want to share with people. I finally did it. And it just feels good. And I don't feel ashamed anymore because I made it in life. You know, I made it. I accomplished a lot of things I thought and was told I wouldn't do. You know, you, you are told things from your loved ones and from friends, family, close people to you will tell you these things. And sometimes you hold on to that and it resents you. You know, even relationships that you've been in, people will, will judge you and, you know, doubt you. And doubting always bothered me because I even get that now, you know, but I continue moving on at my own will, at my own speed. And, and I enjoy what I'm doing. I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy writing. I enjoy you know, motivating and inspiring people because it's something that I didn't get. So all my books, all my um, 
my magazines. It's a motivational magazine. You know, we have Bully Magazine. I have children's books that teach children social skills. And then I just did my bio book, something I always wanted to do. And so I've done it and it's a great book. And I wanted to share that with my listeners. So you'll know that Releasing Me is available now on Amazon.com. So you can look me up. Just look up Kimberly Y. Griffin or look up my husband's name, Warren A. Griffin, because he is the writer of this book. Um, I shared my story and he typed up everything. Um, We worked together doing this book and and I got it out. You know, I shared the most important parts that kind of affected me and um, it touched on a lot of things. So even from the last point of me losing my 27 year old son, who will actually be 29 on Saturday. So it is the second year in heaven. Um, I miss my son, but I know he's very proud of me because he suffered with depression of not letting go of things that he felt he wasn't accepted of. And the depression led him to doing things um, and and, and engaging in um, recreational drugs. And he got a habit with it, which led to an addiction. And the addiction led him to wanting to feed himself and take his pain away. And um, he lost lost and gained his wings to an overdose. And so... Uh, my son will be 29 years old in heaven, and my first year I was pretty good, but this year I'm kind of hitting me hard because I think reality is setting in, but I know my son is at peace. You know, I vision him smiling. I vision him telling me, Mom, I'm good. That was his favorite word, I'm good, you know, when he really wasn't good. So we have to pay attention to those that may say they're good, but they're actually not good. So um, I have a nonprofit in honor of him as well. It's called Support Joey's Heart. And we help those that are suffering any challenges with life, any um, uncertainty of things that they feel that um, they are um, needing assistance with. So we help with that. We help children. Um, not so the other, last week, me and my husband just went to see a young boy who was being bullied, nine years old. So we gave him a bike, um, gave him a conversation, listened to him, you know, gave him a few um facts about being bullied and just shared my story with him and it kind of made him feel a lot better so things like that healing hearts and seeing smiles makes us feel like we're doing our mission God's work so in our ministry that is what we do we have the nonprofit, we have the magazine uh, we write books my husband's an author he writes novels as well and uh, we're just trying to get out there and just do all the things just to um, be there for people and let them understand that um God is listening. God is really listening because he brought me to a better place in my life where I felt in a dark, dark, dark place. But I don't allow the enemy to win anymore. You know, and that is what we're here to do. Don't allow the enemy to win. You know, we are dark moments. You know, a lot of young ones are losing their life. You know, we are challenged with so much, you know, losing jobs, being unemployed, um, losing businesses, losing homes, losing cars. Financial status are up, up and down, and I can contest to that because I fell into that category. So I just wanted to share that with everyone, all my viewers and listeners, and I just hope everyone has a blessed day to stay safe. You know, the COVID's still hitting hard. It's still out there, so we must stay masked up, um, wash our hands, use all the precautions that we must do. And I just pray that everyone has a productive day, a safe day, and a blessed weekend. So take care. God bless. And have a good day. Bye-bye.